Welcome to Zazlo Show 2.0, presented from day one by Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys. You're dealing with any kind of accident, any personal injury, slip and fall, motorcycle, car accident, bike. Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys, 800 747 free. That's 800 747 3733. Title sponsors from day number one. No. Before day number one of Zaslow Show 2.0, my guys Mark Anajar, Glenn Levine, Ellie Anajar, they believe in me. If you're listening to the show right now and you're dealing with any kind of personal injury, I'm sending you to my friends, Anajar and Levine, accident attorneys. You don't have to deal with the insurance companies. You don't have to deal with the medical bills. You need to focus on getting right. That's where they come in. They handle all the stuff that you don't want to be bothered with. You need to make sure you're getting healthy and they're going to make sure you're getting the money that you deserve. Anna Jar and Levine, Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. Proud title sponsors of Zaslow Show 2.0. Hey, if you've been searching for a refreshing beer that feels like you're back in the Caribbean, well, search no more. Proud sponsor of Zaslow Show 2.0, Johnny Cuba. It's a lifestyle. We're talking European roots with a Caribbean soul, a refreshing German lager in a can. That's right. Pick up a six-pack of Johnny Cuba, Sedano's, Presidente, Winn-Dixie. Got great six-pack deals going on right now. You got... Hot sauce, that's right, made from selected Caribbean habanero peppers. You know your boy Zazlo loves the hot sauce. Go pick up some Caribbean soul in a can. Johnny Cuba, stay tranquilo. If you're a homeowner, you need to make sure you have the proper coverage. And that's why I'm sending you to Brunt Insurance and Financial Services. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance and Financial Services because we know that if there's, God forbid, an issue with our home, we need to know that we're covered properly. From Pensacola to the Keys and beyond, Brunt Insurance and Financial Services delivers comprehensive insurance and financial solutions tailored to your needs. Since 2013, Brunt Insurance specializes in home and auto insurance. Bruntinsurance.com. You could also check them out on social media at Brunt Insurance. Look, the market's confusing. Let Brunt Insurance sort it all out for you with their fully licensed staff, and they know the area. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance to make sure that they're covered, and that's why I'm sending you to them as well. Bruntinsurance.com. 954-589-2204. Welcome aboard. This is Zazlo Show 2.0. Welcome to Zazlo Show 2.0, presented from day one by Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys. You're dealing with any kind of accident, any personal injury, slip and fall, motorcycle, car accident, bike, Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. 
That's 800-747-3733. Title sponsors from day number one. No, before day number one of Zaslow Show 2.0. My guys, Mark Anajar, Glenn Levine, Ellie Anajar. They believe in me. If you're listening to the show right now and you're dealing with any kind of personal injury, I'm sending you to my friends, Anajar and Levine, Accident Attorneys. You don't have to deal with the insurance companies. You don't have to deal with the medical bills. You need to focus on getting right. That's where they come in. They handle all the stuff that you don't want to be bothered with. You need to make sure you're getting healthy, and they're going to make sure you're getting the money that you deserve. Anajar and Levine, Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. Proud title sponsors of Zaslow Show 2.0. Hey, if you've been searching for a refreshing beer that feels like you're back in the Caribbean, well, search no more. Proud sponsor of Zaslow Show 2.0, Johnny Cuba. It's a lifestyle. We're talking European roots with a Caribbean soul, a refreshing German lager in a can. That's right. Pick up a six-pack of Johnny Cuba, Sedanos, Presidente, Winn-Dixie. Got great six-pack deals going on right now. You got hot sauce, that's right, made from selected Caribbean habanero peppers. You know your boy Zaslow loves the hot sauce. Go pick up some Caribbean soul in a can. Johnny Cuba, stay tranquilo. If you're a homeowner, you need to make sure you have the proper coverage. And that's why I'm sending you to Brunt Insurance and Financial Services. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance and Financial Services because we know that if there's, God forbid, an issue with our home, we need to know that we're covered properly. From Pensacola to the Keys and beyond, Brunt Insurance and Financial Services delivers comprehensive insurance and financial solutions tailored to your needs. Since 2013, Brunt Insurance specializes in home and auto insurance. Bruntinsurance.com. You could also check them out on social media at Brunt Insurance. Look, the market's confusing. Let Brunt Insurance sort it all out for you with their fully licensed staff, and they know the area. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance to make sure that they're covered, and that's why I'm sending you to them as well. Bruntinsurance.com, 954-589-2204. Welcome aboard. This is Zaslow Show 2.0. Welcome, Zaslow Show 2.0. It is a Thursday, the 22nd of June. Good to have you aboard. We are a Blue Wire podcast presented as always. Everything Zaslow Show 2.0, of course, is brought to us by our title sponsor, Anna Jarn Levine, Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. Of course, Anna Jarn Levine also brings to us Every week, an episode of my wrestling podcast, It's Still Real to Me. Let me get in a quick plug over that. That came out this week on Monday. It was a special Monday edition of It's Still Real to Me. We got the March Tour to AW Forbidden Door this week. Then next weekend, WWE Money in the Bank 
one of the most important shows of the year. So go back. It, even though you know we had Raw a couple nights ago, we had Dynamite last night. Yeah, the World Championship match on NXT on Tuesday. Monday's episode of It's Still Real to Me is not dated. It recaps the Bloodline storyline, Collision, the return of CM Punk. So go back and check out It's Still Real to Me. Anyway, this is a very big day. We've been waiting. This is a big news day, right? The NBA draft is tonight. Trades, free agency. It's all going down this evening. Heck, if you were like me, I went to sleep a little bit early last night. Went to sleep at around 11.30-ish. That's early for you, boy. That's early for a two-time champion broadcaster. Went to sleep a little early last night. And the last I saw was a three-team trade between Boston, Washington, and the LA Clippers had fallen apart. There are major concerns, apparently, about Malcolm Brogdon and an injury, right? Remember, we saw in the finals, I think it was his shoulder, right? (coughs) Excuse me. We saw in the finals... He's got a bad injury situation, and apparently the Clippers, which by the way, if the Clippers were going to acquire Malcolm Brogdon, that would have meant they were going to be out on the whole Chris Paul thing, right? You would assume? Anyway, so that trade falls apart. I go to sleep and wake up to a a bombshell where the Boston Celtics have officially broken up their core. They figure it's run its course. What were they together? Like five, six years? Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart. They have shipped Marcus Smart out to Memphis. So we're going to... that That's a, a second blockbuster in the span of a week as the Washington Wizards uh, full-on fire sale. Which, by the way, like, how, who's running the Wizards? I feel like... Did they not get the memo? They're a year behind. On the tanking. You know, if they tank right now, they don't then get a chance at Wembenyama. He's going to be drafted tonight. You don't get a shot at Wembenyama next year. So, really strange timing of the tanking. You would have figured, I don't know, maybe do all this a year ago and have a shot at one of the more transcendent prospects in the history of the league. Really stupid team. So, anyway, that's gotten everything kick-started going into tonight. Obviously, the Heat fan, we are on the Damian Lillard watch. We're going we're gonna to go out to Portland on the show today. Not me. I have no business on Portland. I don't ever need to go to Portland. Everything I need is right here in Cooper City. But we're going to go out to Portland. Danny Morang, 1080 The Fan in Portland. He's also a partner on the Blue Wire Podcast Network, just like this show. He's one of the hosts of the Jacked Ramseys. Great name. Great name for a Portland Blazers podcast. Jacked Ramsey's. So, Danny, he's connected up there with the Blazers. We're going to get him on today. We'll talk about what's the latest there with Damian Lillard. Is he going to ask out? What does Lillard want? What would the Blazers want? What could the Heat possibly offer? He, Like I said, Danny's connected. We'll get him on Zaslow Show 2.0 today. And we're going to talk about the Heat's chances of Landon Damian Lillard. And do we think that something is going to happen with Lillard by tonight's draft? So that's the majority of the show today. We're going to keep track of the rumors, the, the trade scenarios. Hey, listen, I'm going to go over a bunch of stuff here. But by the time you're listening to the show, you're listening in the future. You may know about some trades that I don't bring up. It's like Zaslow. How do you not talk about the Heat getting Steph Curry? 
I didn't know about it. You're listening in the future. I'm in the past. So you'll have to excuse me if something like that happens. Now, as far as other stuff that's happening, I want to address real quick, all right? Because this was, unfortunately, this was dinner table conversation last night in the Zaslow Mansion kitchen. I put together a nice dinner for the family last night. Spaghetti and meat sauce. It's, it's a staple in the Zaslow family household, all right? In the Zaslow family mansion, one of my go-to meals. I cook. My wife does zero cooking. I do all the cooking. Now, that doesn't mean that I do the cooking well, but she works all day. She works hard. I sit here. I do a dopey little podcast in my underwear. I do the cooking, all right? So spaghetti and meat sauce, a staple in the Zaslow Mansion kitchen. And we're the four of us, we're sitting down, we're eating, and what conversation comes up? This godforsaken submarine. It's what everyone's talking about, right? And... I know, like, there's a lot of people out there with... I'm not going to get on my high horse here. I just want to say a couple things. But I know there's a lot of people out there who think it's funny. And then there's other people who think it's terribly, terribly tragic. (coughs) I certainly don't think it's funny. That's for sure. But I do come from the place. I do come from the the, the thought process where... and, and And I explain this to my kids. And my wife, too, where I just... I don't get it. I don't, I don't do things in my life that have an element of danger to it. And my son's like, well, what about flying? That's dangerous. Well, number one, flying's not dangerous. Now, the very, uh, very, very slim chance that there's an accident when you're flying, you are going to die. But flying is not dangerous unless the bad thing happens. The bad thing is such a minute percent chance of happening. But I explained to him, that's a necessary risk for me to take. I got to get from here to there. I have to fly. I'm not going to walk. So that's a necessary risk I'm taking. But I don't do bungee jumping. I don't do skydiving. I don't do helicopter rides. I don't do things that have a danger element to them that I don't have to do. So the whole submarine thing, and forget about the paying the money, but the whole submarine thing, it's, I don't get it, man. I don't get it. And, and the part that, and by the time that I'm, I'm recording this right now, they're out of air. Like, they're dead. If, if they would have found them, you know, before now, I guess there's a chance they could have saved them. But at this point, not only do we know if they're ev- not know if they're ever going to find them, but they're now dead because there's no more air. And the part that, I mean, I just, I, I get agita thinking about it because the, the, the being dead part isn't, to me... It's not even the the worst part. I think all you guys would probably uh, agree, right? Where it's all the time leading up to it. It's when they first realize, oh, we're fucked. And and the, the two or three days that it takes to then end, you know, the slow death that they're going through. Where they're just trapped in this essentially five-person coffin. And they just gotta wait to die. I like I, I'd rather just be put to death right then and there. It gives me agita just thinking about what these people are going through. And I know there's a father son in there. I mean, you and your son, uh, you're there just waiting to die together. As a father, you can't do anything. This kid's 19 years old. He's with you all. You're gonna die. And you know, like I was saying, now I don't know all the specifics of this kind of stuff. 
I think it's called I think it's called when you get the bends. I think that's what it's called. But it's like, have you ever seen that movie Forty Seven Meters? That's with what's her name, Mandy Moore. I like that movie. Scary, you know. And it talks about where you get to a certain point in time where when your oxygen is running out and you're breathing in a, a certain type of air or whatever it is, and you could start hallucinating. And that's that's what happens in the movie, of course. And that's apparently what was likely happening to these people who are stuck in the submarine. And they're stuck in there together. And they're probably at a place where they've begun to hallucinate. And it just seems like the most horrific death. That's the part. Like, none of it's funny. I know there's a lot of people are making jokes. They're billionaires. Again, I don't understand spending your money like that. I'm never going to understand that. But I certainly don't think that these people, A, deserve to die, even if they're doing something that I believe is stupid. And B, I definitely don't believe that they should be dying in the fashion that they're dying. That that part to me is so tough to absorb. I just, uh, it, it makes me anxious just thinking about it, man. So feel bad for those people. I do. I feel bad for the way that they have to die. Nobody deserves that. It's such a horrific death. So I don't want to get on my high horse here about it, but I did want to say something. It's like the biggest story in the country right now. It's, it's taking a hold of all. We're all checking what's going on here. It's Man, all right. I don't know how to segue, but we're going to have to keep this train of moving. So anyway, hey, make sure you like, you rate, you comment, you do all that good stuff. Love having you guys aboard the show every single day. All right, so let's talk about, let's talk about what we know so far. Bradley Beal's been traded. Chris Apps Porzingis has been traded. Last night, the huge deal, right? It, 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 and all this stuff won't be finalized for like a while because they can add different moving parts in that whole deal. But we know the basics. So it's really interesting the reaction to this Porzingis Marcus Smart trade. So Porzingis goes from Washington to Boston. Boston sends Marcus Smart. Over, to, I'm just giving you the, the the basics. Marcus Smart over to to Memphis and uh, over to Washington. You're getting some picks. I think Gallinari was moved there, and Boston's also getting a couple of first round picks. So the reaction has been interesting. Boston is breaking up their core, which if you're a Heat fan, good. F them. I hope it doesn't work out. It's certainly a major risk. But Boston is clear. There's a couple things going on here at Boston. Boston is likely going to try and keep Jalen Brown now. And they're probably looking at it saying, if we got to pay Tatum this amount of money, and we got to pay Brown this amount of money, we got to cut costs somewhere. Porzingis is on just one more year. Let's see what we can do with him. We're not going to wind up keeping Grant Williams. They're probably still going to wind up trying to trade Malcolm Brogdon if they can get somebody to take him, even though he he seems to have a medical issue right now. And Boston is saying there's money involved here because that's all these these deals. And like Pat Riley said a couple days ago, these draconian rules, new draconian rules in the CBA. Money is behind the salary cap, the tax. Money is behind all these deals. It's the motivation. And... I think they're taking on less money in total by bringing in Porzingis and moving out Marcus Smart because they're going to try and keep Brown and they got to pay Brown and Tatum so much money. But there's also an element to it where Brad Stevens, the president, just said, yeah, I, 
I think we've maxed out this core. You know, they've been together. You got a stretch here where in 2020, we lost in the East Finals. In 2022, we lost in the NBA Finals. In 2023, we lost in the East Finals. And it was embarrassing because we were down three games to none and then lost game seven on the home floor. Let's shake it up. So, I the way now the, the, the reaction has been interesting. The Celtic fan is freaking out. Freaking out that Marcus Smart now has to change his hair from green to blue. They're freaking out. They can't believe they've traded Marcus Smart. And on top of it, Porzingis, major injury history. Now, Porzingis had a great year. You wouldn't know it. He had a predominantly healthy year, and he had a very good year in Washington, but you wouldn't know it because for his whole career, he's been a losing player. Knicks, it didn't work with Luka in Dallas, and now Washington. So Celtic fans hate this deal. I mean, I saw my guy Peter Rosenberg, who I love, Michael K. Show, ESPN New York, also WWE, huge Celtic fan. He's on the verge of tears doing an Instagram video this morning. Hates the deal for the Celtics. And most media, myself included, I think it's a home run deal for the Celtics. I do. Now, there's a great amount of risk involved here because it's Porzingis. And what if he suffers another major injury? You're screwed, obviously. But, and I know deals cannot be judged completely on paper. But the way that, you can't just look at it that they traded Marcus Smart and added Porzingis. What the hell are you doing? They traded Marcus Smart and added Porzingis. They also got two first-round picks, one of them tonight. And it's not like Marcus Smart, poof, vanishes into thin air. What are they going to do with that position? Derek White now is the starting point guard. And I got news for you. A lot of people aren't going to want to hear this. If you're a Celtic fan, you're not going to want to hear this. Derek White's better than Marcus Smart. Yeah. Derek White's better than Marcus Smart. I don't think Marcus Smart's always a winning player. You know, the hustle, the diving, the loose balls, the the toughness. He's also dirty and he's a major flopper. He's also not a great decision maker. I don't think he's always a winning player. Derek White's better than Marcus Smart. Derek White was second team all defense last year. I think Marcus Smart is one of the most overrated players in the NBA. So when I look at it, would I rather have Marcus Smart or would I rather have Derek White, Chris Saps Porzingis, and two first round picks? What the hell are we talking about? I think it's a great trade for the Celtics. I hope it does not work out. Because, you know... It's always F the Celtics in the Zaslow Mansion. But I'm sorry. To me, that's a no-brainer deal for the Boston Celtics. And now, what ends up happening is, you got the Heat fan who is sitting there and says, can we do something? It's the second year in a row now, where you got other teams who are getting better, other contending teams who are getting better, and what are we doing? We're doing nothing. Last year, you had the Sixers getting better. You had the Celtics getting better. You had the Bucks getting better. What are we doing? Now this year, well, you got the Celtics. They've already put their stamp on this offseason. What are the Bucks going to do? What are the Sixers going to do? What are the Cavs going to do? The Celtics have already stepped up to the plate. And they said, yeah, we're going to do something big. And I think it makes them better. What are the Heat going to do? Are the Heat going to do anything? 
And you already know how I feel about the Lillard stuff. I don't think they're getting Lillard. I don't. I don't think he's going to ask out. I don't think they're going to be able to get him. And if he does ask out, super questionable. I don't think Portland is beholden to send him exactly where he wants to go. Major gamble for the Heat going into tonight. Now, we're going to find out tonight, right? We're going to have a little bit more clarity by the end of tonight. But the Heat fan, if you weren't already frustrated, I know you're frustrated now because the Celtics, and even if you don't think it's a big move, I I think it's a home run deal for the Celtics. I do. And that's the way you got to look at it. It can't just be, I'd rather have Smart than Porzingis. No, it's, would you rather have Smart or would you rather have Derek White playing more, Porzingis, and two first-round picks. I'm sorry. I, I am not a Marcus Smart guy. I think he is as overrated a player is in the entire league. That's a good trade for them for me. Now, some other news and notes that came out or, or that are out there. And, and it's, look, it feels like for the Heat fan that it's going to be another frustrating summer, right? Tonight, maybe the Heat hit a grand slam tonight. We'd set up for a home run. We'd set up for a triple. Right? Maybe the Heat winds up hitting a triple tonight. But right now, right now, I understand the Heat fans' frustration. Where it feels like other contenders are going to continue getting better. And for the second summer in a row, are we going to do nothing? I get, I'm willing to let it play out. But I get the frustration. You're allowed to be frustrated. I get it. So other deals, (coughs) excuse me. (coughs) Excuse me. Other potential moves that are out there right now, or at least that we know of. Draymond Green opted out, right, a couple days ago. I don't see a scenario where Draymond Green does not return to Golden State. I don't know if they wind up giving him four years. Can they give him two years? Like, he just opted out at 27. Can they give him two years? 60 million? Yeah, I could see that. They got Steph Curry, as long as you got Steph Curry, and he's under contract, I believe, for three more seasons, you got to keep going balls to the wall. And after, but but if you keep Draymond, I do think you got to move Jordan Poole. I don't think you could bring back both. I don't think Draymond Green goes anywhere. Bruce Brown opted out of his deal yesterday. Now, despite Mike Malone telling everyone at the parade, Bruce B, he's not going anywhere. Get loud, get loud. Get out! Despite Mike Malone's drunk ass, Bruce Brown is gone. As he should be. Bruce Brown, he won a championship. And now, his value is the highest it's ever going to be. You think Bruce Brown is staying for some kind of discount? Are you high? He's gone. And he he's going to be heavily sought after. The good player. He is a good player. I mean, he's, single-hand- he's single-handedly... Which one was it? Was it game... It was game three, I believe it was. Game three or game four? I think it was game three here in my... No, it was game four. Remember down that... Yeah. Either one. Who cares? He was enormous. And then, of course, had the game-winning basket. Last basket of the game to put in Denver up 90-89 to with two-plus minutes left in game five against the Heat. Bruce Brown will be highly sought after. Chris Middleton yesterday opted out of his final year $40 million. I was surprised with that. Now, Chris... I mean, NFL players must look at this. NFL players must look at Chris Middleton. He's a good player. And say, you just gave up 
$40 million guaranteed? And if this NBA free agency must drive NFL players batshit crazy. There's like no comprehending it if you're an NFL player. When, when the NFL makes billions more than the NBA, these NFL players must look at these NBA guys and go, man, you, you guys got the life. I don't get it. It must make them crazy. Anyway, Middleton must know I can get more, not, not, not more than $40 million a year. No one's going to give him that. But he wants multiple years. He's coming off an injury. He's not the guy that he was. Still really good, but not the guy he was. He clearly believes he can get multi-years somewhere and needs to get it now. I don't know if Milwaukee brings him back. If you're a Heat fan, now depending on where he would go, if you're a Heat fan, you're hoping Milwaukee does not bring him back. That's a major, major blow for the Bucks if they can't bring him back. And what if the Bucks can't bring Brooke Lopez back? All right. Also out there. And this is a name that, that I don't think is going to be moved, but I guess you keep an eye on. Are the Clippers listening to offers for Paul George? Because if the Clippers are listening to offers for Paul George, the Miami Heat should be all in on that. All in on that. Like that's the same way you would essentially give up the farm for Damian Lillard, I would do for Paul George. The Heat should be all in if the Clippers aren't interested in moving him. I'm hearing that out there, uh, but I don't know how much truth there is to that. And especially if we're talking a financial aspect, Steve Ballmer doesn't care about that. And I don't know, like, if you're going to move Kawhi Leonard, then you move Paul George too. But if you're going to keep Leonard, I don't know how you move Paul George. So I don't believe what I hear about Paul George, them listening to offers. But if they were, I'd be all in if I was the Miami Heat. All right, so... I want, I want to do the Damian Lowe's stuff, but before we get to that, I want to do one other thing as far as the draft goes. Before we do that, hey, it's the summertime, all right? You guys know what that means. <clears throat> you got some insurance policies that need to be renewed. Maybe you just bought a new home. You need the best homeowner's insurance out there. You don't know where to go. You don't know what to do. My homeowner's insurance is up this summer, but I don't have anything to worry about because I use Brunt Insurance. Bruntinsurance.com, 954-589-2204, wherever you're calling from, from Pensacola all the way down to the Keys, wherever you're calling from in the state of Florida, Brunt Insurance has three locations located south, central, north. Greg Brunt and his staff, fully licensed at Brunt Insurance, they know exactly whatever area you're calling from. So you could tell them, hey, I live here. This is where I bought my home. This is the kind of home I have. Okay, this is what you need. This is what you need. You also need this. And oh, by the way, best price you could possibly get right here with Brunt Insurance. That's right. Affordable care that offers the best coverage around. 954-589-2204. I've been getting my homeowner's insurance through Brunt Insurance for almost 10 years now. So I'm sending you to the exact place that I'm saving all that money every year. So again, you need your homeowner's insurance. You got to make sure you're not staying up at night. You can't fall asleep because God forbid there's a disaster that strikes. I sleep like a baby because I know that I'm covered properly and not just homeowner's insurance. You need that affordable uh, automobile insurance, motorcycle, boat. Hey, if you rent your home, if you're in a condo, Greg Brunt and his team at Brunt Insurance, they have you covered. Bruntinsurance.com, 954-589-2204. That's 954-589-2204. Also, 
it's the summertime, maybe saying, you know what? I'm going to treat myself to a brand new ride. Hey, if you're in the market for a new car, and you get that insurance through Brunt Insurance, obviously, but if you're looking for a new car, I send you to the only car dealership I personally endorse. I'm talking North Fort Lauderdale Subaru. North Fort Lauderdale Subaru, conveniently located on North Andrews Avenue, just north of Cypress Creek Road. The building you know and the place to go is North Fort Lauderdale Subaru. It carries the widest inventory of the newest Subaru models on the market. The Outback, the Crosstrek, the Forester, the Ascent. If you need a Subaru SUV, you need something that could fit the entire family. North Fort Lauderdale Subaru. You always get more at North Fort Lauderdale Subaru. Guaranteed most money for your trade and lifetime warranty included on all North Fort Lauderdale Subaru vehicles. Shop NFLSubaru.com. The only car dealership I personally endorse. Official car dealership of Zaslow Show 2.0. North Fort Lauderdale Subaru. So. The Heat pick, I think, kind of lost in all of our conversation recently about the draft. You know, we're talking rumors, we're talking trades, we're talking free agency. The Heat have a pick tonight. And this is a strong draft, meaning you could get a junior or a senior at number 18 overall who can contribute cheap off the bench. Now, I think the Heat would like to trade this pick tonight because you're saving money. And also, they would like to make a big deal. But the Heat do have a pick tonight. At number 18. So, I want to do a little exercise here. I got top draft misses in Miami Heat history. That's right. Now, last year they took Nikola Jovich, who I think we're excited about going into year number two. They've had some great hits. Number 13 overall, Bam Adebayo. I'm doing top draft misses in Miami Heat history. I got four top misses in the NBA draft in Miami Heat history. All four of them come in the Pat Riley era. There's no I in team, but there is one in Indeed. And that's the hiring platform that you need to build yours. When you're hiring, you need Indeed. Instead of spending hours on multiple job sites searching for candidates with the right skills, Indeed's a powerful hiring platform that can help you do it all. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it makes hiring all in one place so easy because Indeed does the hard work for you. They show you the candidates whose resumes on Indeed fit your description immediately after you post so you can hire faster. Join more than 3 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. Start hiring now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash sports. Offer good for a limited time. Claim your $75 credit now at Indeed.com slash sports. That's Indeed.com slash sports. And support the show by saying that you heard it on this podcast. Indeed.com slash sports. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Ask Sherwin-Williams during the Shades of Summer sale July 28th through August 7th and get 35% off paints and stains with prices starting at $28.92. That means 35% off our most popular color family, blue. Psychologists have found it to be soothing and relaxing, which makes it especially great for bedrooms and bathrooms. And of course, get 35% off all of our other colors. Shop the sale online or visit your neighborhood Sherwin-Williams store. Click the banner to learn more. Retail sales only. Some exclusions apply. See store for details. Now, this is like, oh, you know, he'd suck at drafting with Riley. 
No. The Heat are actually really excellent at drafting. Especially when you consider they rarely have top picks because they're almost always a playoff team. But I got top four draft misses in Miami Heat history. So you're thinking to yourself right now, wow, I wonder what it could be. Well, you either think about it on the flyer, you hit the pause button. Take a minute here. Think about it. And see if you got the four that I'm going to give you right now. You ready? All right, go. Here we go. Top draft misses in Miami Heat history. What I mean by draft miss, it doesn't mean that the player they picked sucks. It means they picked player X. But man, we could have had player Y. That's what I'm talking about. Top draft misses. You could have, you picked this guy who was all right. But man, we should have taken that guy. And the way that I really want to do it is, or at least the way that I did it was, going into the draft, I have a player or two in mind that I would like them to take, and they passed them up. That's, that's the, those are the ones that stand out to me. Number four, top draft misses in Miami Heat history. Number four, The 2020 draft. So you got to remember this. Going into the 2020 draft. This is three years ago. A a couple months before the draft. On Zaslow and Amber. Great all-time show here in South Florida. 790 ticket. Used to be a great radio station. It's dead now. So. We had John Calipari on the show. Who's always been good to my show. And he didn't want to say any names because the kid was still technically in his school. But he has a guy that he would like the Miami Heat to select. The Heat have selected Tyler Hero from under his watch. They've selected Bam Adebayo from under his watch. And he's got the next guy that he hopes the Heat take. And we all knew that guy is Tyrese Maxey. So going into that trap, I'm hoping Maxey drops. I'm hoping he falls to the Heat. And the Heat come up at number 20 overall. And guess what? Tyrese Maxey is available, and the Heat take Precious Achua. Tyrese Maxey goes the very next pick, number 21. So that's number four on my top draft misses. So that's what I'm talking about. There's a guy who you kind of wanted them to take, but instead they took someone else. That's what we're talking about here. Number three, the 2004 draft. Yep, that's right. And the 2004 draft saw saw the Miami Heat. Now, you have to remember, this draft came right before the Miami Heat traded for Shaquille O'Neal. The Heat traded for Shaq like two weeks later. If the Heat knew they were going to trade for Shaq, they likely go a different route. So going into this draft, the Heat needed a guard. Okay. Draft's moving along. It's moving along. St. Joe's guard, Jameer Nelson, keeps slipping and slipping. This is exactly the type of guy we need. The Heat at number 19 overall, take Darrell Wright. I can't believe they passed on Jameer Nelson. And Nelson goes the very next pick at number 20. And especially when you consider... They then traded for Shaq, so they went from a a young team with Karan Butler, Dwayne Wade, Lamar Odom, 
Let's add another young guy, Darrell Wright, to a team that's ready to win right now. And Darrell Wright just didn't fit that. Jameer Nelson would have. Jameer Nelson would have filled a need, and he would have really helped that team. Now they ended up winning a championship, you know, two years later. But anyway, Darrell Wright over Jameer Nelson. That's number three for me. Number two top draft miss is Miami Heat history. The 2015 draft. Now going into this draft, the Heat are selecting number 10, which is kind of a famous slot. You've had some really good players who are selected at number 10. And who keeps slipping? Number 6 goes, number 7 goes, number 8 goes. Holy shit, is Justice Winslow going to fall to the heat at number 10? And what winds up happening? Remember, that was the infamous draft where uh, Danny Ainge wanted to trade up and risk it all for Justice Winslow, right? The Heat take Justice Winslow at number 10. We're so happy. But they should have ended up taking Devin Booker who went at number 13. Now, I wasn't one of those guys who wanted Booker. I wanted Justice Winslow, and it was really exciting. But there were people out there who figured, you got to take Booker, and they took Winslow instead. Huge miss. That's number two. And number one, this one I think is easy for everybody to get, all-time top draft miss, Miami Heat history, 2008 draft. The Heat have the number two overall pick, They tanked during the year. They had the worst record. They end up getting the number two overall pick. They select the guy who we all knew they were going to select, who most of us, including myself, wanted, Michael Beasley. And as it turned out, they should have went with either number four overall, Russell Westbrook, or number five overall, Kevin Love. Michael Beasley at number two overall, all-time number one, Miami Heat draft miss. And that right there, those are my top draft misses going into tonight. Hopefully, we do not have the same type of scenario going into tonight for your Miami Heat. Hey, guys, if you notice there's a leak in your home, you got to make sure you detect it and get it taken care of immediately. And that's why I send you to Water Cleanup of Florida. 954-900-8635. My boys, the Greensteins, I'm, like I said, I'm not sending you to any sponsors that I don't use myself. And I'm only sending you to the best. Water Cleanup of Florida, the Greensteins, they have over 60 years combined experience. Their team at Water Cleanup of Florida is prepared to handle all types of leak detection issues. Doesn't matter what time of day. Doesn't matter what day of year. After the leak has been located and repaired, Water Cleanup of Florida is then going to clean, dry, and fully restore all of the damaged areas. They serve the entire Tri-County area. Miami-Dade, Broward, Palm Beach County, WCUFL.com, 954-900-8635. Water Cleanup of Florida, fully licensed, insured, and certified to provide that one-stop shopping that all of us are looking for. You don't bring in anybody else. No other contractors are needed. Water Cleanup of Florida handles the entire project from start to finish. Water Cleanup of Florida, 954-900-8635. Water Cleanup of Florida, we clean up your schmutz. All right, so tonight we got the draft. Obviously, all of us down here, we're looking forward to it. The Heat, are we going to make a big move? Pat Riley, is he going to take a big swing? And the guy, of course, that everybody is, is keeping an eye on here is Damian Lillard. Well, the guy that everyone's keeping an eye on as well in the Northwest 
is Damian Lillard. And joining us here, Danny Morang, joining us here on Zaslow Show 2.0, 1080 The Fan in Portland, and also, of course, Jack Ramsey's, which is also a partner on the Blue Wire Podcast Network. Mm -hmm. Danny, thanks a lot for hanging out with us here. And the first thing I want to say is, uh, I love the name of the podcast, Jack Ramsey's. (laughs) You guys, obviously, in Portland. Uh, There's multiple connections that we have to Portland down here. Number Mm. one, of course, with Eric Spolster being the head coach of the Heat and the Spolster family with the ties, of course, the Portland Trailblazers. But also... Went to to the same middle school, as funny as that is. Okay. And also, of course, you know, great name, the Jacked Ramseys. You guys, (laughs) of course, love Dr. Jack Ramsey. Mm. And I would say the fan base that loved Dr. Jack Ramsey, the second most of any NBA franchise, is the Miami Heat fan for Mm. all the years that he, of course, was, uh, you know... When I was a teenager, when I was a young boy and then into a teenager, Jack Ramsey was the color analyst, and I love Dr. Jack. So yep. uh, really cool connection there that you guys have <laughs> with us. But tonight we got the NBA draft. We're all keeping an eye on Damian Lillard. Wh- what if? So where are we at right now? All right. Obviously, there has not been any trade request. It yep. kind of feels like a little bit of a game of chicken is going on, Danny. Like, I almost feel like... Lillard is open. Like, I feel like he's open to the idea of moving, but he doesn't want to be the one to say it. And the Blazers don't want to be the one to trade him. They want him to request it and they will kindly acquiesce. It kind of feels like that's where we're at right now. Am I wrong? I wouldn't even go that far. I don't think Lillard's even open to the idea. So what you have to kind of understand is when it comes to Damian Lillard, there's, there's two versions. There's Damian Lillard. And then there's the people around Damian Lillard. Damian Lillard doesn't want to leave Portland. No ifs, ands, buts about it. He wants to spend every second of his career here. He wants to retire here. He wants to live here. He's building a castle out in the suburbs here where he's got his own roller skating rink. He's got his own basketball court. He doesn't have to leave the place. He will, when it's all said and done, if he does what he wants to do, which is play his entirety of his career here, he'll probably end up being the most powerful person in the state of Oregon. Right now it's Phil Knight, then it's probably him. (laughs) Then the governor, quite literally. He's... (laughs) That, that's that's how much sway he has in this state. And I don't think any part of him wants to leave. And even if the Blazers were to make the pick, I still don't think he's going to want to leave. But for the first time, the people around him might be able to bend his ear into thinking about it. Even then, I st- if I was a betting man, I would put it at a less than 1% chance that it ever happens. I, that's just, and that's not even me just being a homer. That's just knowing Damian Lillard and talking to him for years. I totally get the he doesn't want to leave aspect of it, but we could say that about all these star players who have spent their entire career in one place and then eventually they ask out. Almost all of them don't want to leave. Their preference would be give mm-hmm. me all the good players, come here, so I don't have to go anywhere. Like there, there, there are two different things at play there. Then right. For sure. And here's the thing, though. I do, there's, there is something different about Dame in the same sense that there was something different about Dirk Nowitzki. And obviously Dirk got a title a little bit later, but I don't even without that title, I don't think Dirk would have left Dallas. I think that was just kind of that was who he was. It was part it was it was a part of him. And even though Kobe asked out and they eventually got him Pau Gasol a year later, I still think this is one of those situations where. I don't think it's quite as binary as the the national narrative has made it sound like. Now, this is the probably the closest it's ever been to it actually being a possibility. But even then, I would still walk it back. 
it's got to be really annoying for you guys there, right? <laughs> because, I mean, I'm coming from a place where yeah. I like it because it's the Heat who are directly involved yeah. if something happens. But otherwise, like in years prior, because this has been an ongoing conversation on the periphery, essentially, for a mm-hmm. few years now. And my general attitude is, I hope he stays. I like it yeah. when these guys stay, you know? I'm rooting for something different now because we're in the mix, but... You guys, like, it's got to be so aggravating, right? The, the the insanity of it all is Damian Lillard is never, he has never minced his words. The, the only, the, the reason it gains traction is other people. It's never Damian Lillard. Even the, the, the Showtime interview that he sat down right. for, was it two weeks ago? Yeah. What keeps getting edited out is, of these four teams, which would you like to go to? It's not, which teams in the NBA would you like to go to? Like in, in the discussions that I've had with folks around the league, the likelihood of Damian Lillard being traded to the Nets or the Heat for the proposed packages, I they laugh at it. They they, they there's no. I'm telling you right now, Tyler Harrell and picks. The Blazers aren't even picking up the phone. Pat Riley's number is blocked. Unless they find something somewhere else, it's it's a non-starter. It's the same thing with Brooklyn. Those picks, everybody keeps talking about those those picks in Brooklyn. They're so great. Those guys are in sixth grade. If you're restarting a team, you want to go young. You're not going to see those picks for five years. So it doesn't do it doesn't do Joe Cronin and the Trailblazers. Number one, you, who wants to be the guy that trades Damian Lillard? Right. Nobody. Right. And who wants to be the guy that trades Damian Lillard for pennies on the dollar, regardless of pressure being put on him by Damian Lillard? And the other part about this is, Dame is not built like James Harden. He is not going to go to the strip club, put on 30 pounds, disappear from camp, and force your hand to trade him. Even if things got the absolute worst, it's never going to get to that level. So this whole idea, like there's this leverage thing that I keep hearing from Miami fans. Oh, if Dame asks out, he's going to go to Miami. I I, I, oh, I don't, I don't believe that at all. That. I, that's, I don't believe that at all. That's why, yeah. that's why I think it's, look, the Heat style, Pat Riley style, they – uh, you know, and I've been saying that the reason the Heat fans been frustrated over recent years is they've had opportunities to hit home runs, but mm-hmm. instead they want to, they hold out to try and hit a grand slam yep. and they have not been able to hit a grand slam in a while now. And so I understand the frustration coming from the Heat fan, but you know, if, if Lillard does ask out what do, do the Blazers front office care? I know they could say they want to send him to the place that, or places that he would want to go, but how much do they care about actually sending him to where he would want to go as opposed to let's make sure we get the best deal possible. And that's why it's such a dangerous yeah. game Miami's playing. And that's the thing is they would care. Joe Cronin has been in the organization longer than anybody. And for those that don't know, Joe Cronin took over obviously when Neil O'Shea was dismissed uh, 20 months ago. But the flip side of this is Joe came on as an intern. He worked his way up. I mean, true bootstraps pulled up through cap guy, through workout guy, all the way to assistant GM where he was then promoted. He has been with the organization since 2006. He knows what Brandon Roy meant to this organization. He knows what LaMarcus Aldridge meant to this organization. He knows what Damian Lillard has meant to this organization better than anybody because he's had a front row seat for it. He was there the night Damian Lillard was drafted. This isn't a new GM who isn't familiar with Dame. They have an intimate relationship. They're, I'll just put it this way without going into the names. I was talking to Dame during the, the uh, as the trade deadline ended, when the Kevin Durant trade 
broke. Mm -hmm. And um, he's like, I got to go talk to Joe. (laughs) So he literally, this is, we're in the loading dock. It's 1130 at night. And he's going into Joe Cronin's office to like, okay, what, is there something we can do here? Is there other things we can go look at? Like, that's the kind of relationship they have. So they would care. They would care what he wants. They would. But at the same time, uh, it was reported that C.J. McCollum, uh, when he was traded in New Orleans, New Orleans wasn't number one on this list. He was given a list of teams. But he's it not was, Damian Lillard. No, but at the same time, again, Joe Cronin can't be the guy that number one trades Damian Lillard and gets nothing back for him. So there's going to be, I believe that the Blazers would do their best to help him get to a landing spot that makes sense. But there's a reason why Damian Lillard has said in those same interviews that seem to get edited out over and over and over <laughs> in the, sh- the Showtime interview, he's like, I'm aware of what's out there. I know what it would take to get me to a team. And that's why the grass isn't always greener. The Carmelo Anthony situation where, you know, something he just signed that contract extension. So he's not going to be able to hold over the Blazers that, you know, my contract expiring. You have to get me out of here or you're going to get that. No, there's five years left on his deal. Mm-hmm. So there's... I don't think the Blazers are going to say we're going to send you to Utah. I mean, Utah actually would make a little bit of sense because they do have a ton of capital and Dame does have familiarity being from Weber state, but I, I was thinking of a, of a small market that is, hasn't been very Detroit. Yeah. They're not going to send them to Detroit. They're not going to, well, I mean, the Spurs could be on the come up in a, in a year or two, but they're not going to send him someplace. They're not going to send him to OKC. Just because they have a ton of capital. Yeah. That's not, they are not going to operate that. However, they're not going to just give him away either the because that, he is the, the best player in the franchise's history. The thing that I find interesting is, you know, I correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, Lillard would probably like them to, instead of using the number three pick traded for a superstar yeah. to, to play next to him. But, but the, the place where I have pause is, okay, let's be realistic of, of all the players who could be attainable for the number three overall pick, meaning you're not getting Giannis for number three. You're not getting mm-hmm. Jokic for number three. Of all the players who could seemingly be attainable at number three, is there a single one of them, Danny, that you could put next to Damian Lillard right now and say, now you're a contender in the West? And the thing is, I, I think there is. Now, how available they are. I mean, Bam, obviously not being available, but Bam would Bam would be one. Uh, Mikhail Bridges and, and uh, Nick Claxton together. That would be a pairing that would make him happy. Because here's the thing. Throughout this whole process, and just kind of, and not even leading into this summer, just general team construction stuff. I asked Dame, I want to say probably like November, December, because you know, there's been so much discussion about team building, you know, this post-Neil O'Shea era and how they've moved some things around. The 2014-15 Trailblazers were Damian Lillard, Wes Matthews, Nick Batum, LaMarcus Aldridge, and Robin Lopez. They were a 53-win team, and they were probably a Western Conference Finals team before Wesley Matthews' Achilles ruptured. They were one of the three or four best teams in the the NBA that season before that happened. And they have not had a team that has made functional sense since then. Yeah, Dame does not need to have the Heatles. He just wants a team that makes sense, that like legitimately gives him a puncher's chance. He's not asking to be Muhammad Ali in the ring. He's asking to have a puncher's chance. That's all he wants. And then let him do it from there. So that's why I say like a, a pairing with like Mikhail Bridges and Nick Claxton. Why? Because Mikhail Bridges and Claxton 
fit exactly kind of how he wants to play stylistically, and it helps that Mikhail is a friend. But it's that's the same, the same scenario, right, with Bam, yeah. where the Heat want Lillard, but the Blazers want the guy that the Heat want to pair him yep. with, and the same thing with Brooklyn. Like, those both seem 100%. like dreams, right? It, the, the, one, the other one that isn't where a team's like trying to pry Damian Lillard out on the opposite side is Zion. That, that's the big swing. And I've heard that. Don't that you think New Orleans guy. would be amenable to that? I, I feel like New Orleans would be interested. I think they are. The, the way they're flagging the, their interest in Scoot, I mean, they're they're basically, you know, the cartoon wolf with their tongue hanging out and their eyes flashing right now at Scoot Henderson. And f- as far as everything looks like it's going to line up, Scoot Henderson is going to be there at three. It's the same thing I've heard for the last two weeks. Uh, I've heard behind the scenes that Scoot Henderson is trying to angle his way to New Orleans because he wants to have the keys on day one. Because look at it. If Scoot go- does come to Portland, they take him because he talent-wise, they have to. But it's redundant. But not only is it redundant, it's overly redundant. Mm-hmm. You have 96 minutes between the one and two. Yeah. Damian Lillard plays 35 minutes tonight. Anthony Simons plays 35 minutes tonight. Shaden Sharp plays 20 minutes tonight. That leaves you six minutes. Six minutes for, mm-hmm. for Scoot Henderson. How can you get anything out of him? And as much as everybody was like, well, I guess Portland's leveraged. They're not. They'll, they'll be like, fine. Because we know that people want Scoot. We know that people want Ant. We know that people want Shaden. We know that people want Dame. We know that people, like, it's, it, it's, it's not a bad thing to have assets for three to six months and then test the market again. Because that's the way they'll do it. Because they won't operate from a position of weakness because in this market, you cannot. Is there a portion of the Blazer fan that kind of feels like, all right, the writing's on the wall with Damian Lillard. We've like, we tried and just, we're not getting there. So let's hit the reset. We want to keep the number three pick. Let's move Dame, get a lot for him. Is there a portion of the fan base that is ready to do that? I would say if you pull the 16 to 24 demographic, that's where it's strongest because they don't know what dark days are. Because all they know is Damian Lillard. Because Damian Lillard gets you 41 wins. Damian, if Damian Lillard plays 75 games, you're getting 41 wins. Mm-hmm. That's He's good for 500, which there's probably 10 guys in the league who can do that offensively. Like that, he's, he's that. I mean, if you look at every advanced metric, he was a better offensive player last year than Jokic. That, that's not me saying that, oh, it's the Portland guy. That's mm-hmm. You look at literally at every advanced metric, his offensive season last year was insane. And they still literally win 33 games because they tanked the final 28. And that's the thing is like, had they kept going, they would have won 42 games. They probably would have gone into play in and then maybe they make, maybe they make it in, maybe they don't, but nobody here wants that anymore. And so you get these kids that go, yeah, get, get it out. You know, hard reset. Let's, and they don't know the dark days of like Damian Lillard, not only as a winner guarantees you this floor, but he also, he's not jaw. He's Seems not like a Zion. great dude. Great dude. But you don't have, he has been here for 12 years and you have not had a single problem. Yeah. He, like, as great as LeBron is, and as much as he's stayed out of the of the issues, still a nightmare to deal with. Right. <laughs> like, Damon Giannis are the, probably the only, Jimmy, I love Jimmy. Jimmy is a guy who should have been in Portland three different times, but Neil O'Shea refused to make a deal. Jimmy's a nightmare. That's why he hops from teams <laughs> from every two to three years. I still love him unabashedly. But as far as superstars go, Damian Lillard and Giannis Antetokounmpo are the two lowest maintenance, highest floor as far as like setting standards, guys, as there are in the league. And that means so much. And as much as I believe in Scoot being a generational talent, 
having that box ticked still is an unlikely scenario as as solid a kid as he is. So finally here, Danny, is there a, is there like an imaginary deadline as to where, okay, they're definitely not trading him. Like what's going to happen? What can happen where you feel like there is some type of, I don't know. I don't know if conclusion is the right word, but is there a point where you're like, all right, uh, well, He's staying. We're moving forward. This is it. Tomorrow night. I mean, what's going to happen is um, seemingly most of the NBA is in France right now. Uh, Draymond, LeBron James, Jeremy Grant, Damian Lillard. I want to say four or five other guys are all out there together right now. Um, when the Blazers make that pick and they conclude the draft, they're they're going to have their – Will Lillard be their, out there during the draft? I mean, he, that's the middle yeah. of the night for him, right? Oh, yeah. No, they're, they're, they'll be watching. I, I know for a fact. I guess it's only it. like be, one or two a.m. It's not that but bad. They'll still be up. I know for a fact. Um, what'll happen is is Joe will make that phone call, and you know, as media, uh, we'll be down there at the practice facility, and they'll be going through once the draft concludes. They'll they get their yeah. undrafted guys. The, the 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 Portland team actually has a G League team for the first time this year uh, since two thousand ten. Um, and so they'll be trying probably to fill some guys there and get one more two-way and bring some camp guys in. And I would imagine then there's a conversation with Dane before that Joe Cronin comes into the room and, and talks to us then. And one of the first questions I will ask is, have you had a conversation with Damian Lillard? What was said? How did it go? And, and then we'll kind of go from there. I would imagine that they will set the parameters for that org- that conversation then. And then it will continue into free agency. And if they aren't able to do additional stuff, then they will probably make a decision. And even at that point, I would still imagine I, if I were a betting man, I would bet a significant amount of money on Damian Lillard not being traded this summer. Okay. All right. There you go. Danny, excellent job. Tell everybody, <laughs> of course, how they could check out the Jack Ramsey's. Go ahead. Yeah, you can find us anywhere you get your podcast, Spotify, Apple, iTunes, all of the good stuff, iMusic, Apple Music. I don't even know what it is. I use Spotify, so I just go with that one by, by default. Uh, and you can find us on YouTube at Jack Ramsey's, and you can follow, uh, you can be a part if you want to dive, dive in deeper on the Jack Ramsey's Patreon page as well. Awesome. Thank you, Danny. I appreciate it. Have fun with the draft. Yeah, thank you, man. You too. Excellent job by Danny there. And of course, all guests on Zaslow Show 2.0. Everybody knows are brought to us by Johnny Cuba, official beer of Zaslow Show 2.0. You can pick up a six-pack if you're looking to get a little bit loose during the draft tonight. You know my style here at the Zaslow Mansion. You can pick up a six-pack of Johnny Cuba, your local Sedanos, Presidente, Winn-Dixie. Remember, you always got to drink responsibly. That's why I love having a Johnny right on the couch in the Zaslow Mansion family room while I'm enjoying the draft here tonight. Hey, if you're just trying a Johnny for the first time, I love when you guys, you send me a picture with a Johnny in your hand. I put it to me on Instagram. I'm an influencer. Then I post it. You become famous. My man Juan from Johnny Cuba. He then loves seeing that you're enjoying a delicious can of Johnny Cuba. So hit me up. Of course, I love that. Remember, always drink responsibly. And of course, Johnny Cuba's mantra, stay tranquilo. I'll tell you, I know who's going to be tuning into the draft tonight. My man Colin out there in Denver, founder and CEO of Sheets and Giggles. One of our great sponsors, of course, here on Zaslow Show 2.0. Sheets and Giggles has helped the Zaslow family sleep better than they've ever slept. My wife used to complain that I snore. 
She doesn't complain anymore. You know why? Because she's sleeping so sound, just like over 100,000 other Americans who are sleeping on Sheets and Giggles. Go to SheetsGiggles.com. You can use promo code Zaslow upon checkout. You'll get 20% off your first order. But if you're looking for that naturally softer, cooler, more breathable kind of sheets, hey, Look no further. Sheets and Giggles, the only place I'm ever going to shop now. That's right. I don't have to worry about where I'm getting my sheets, pillowcases. I got a eucalyptus pillow. Have you ever slept on a eucalyptus mattress? Now's the time to try. You're going to get the best sleep of your life. And my man Colin cares about the environment. He's made it super environmentally friendly. We're talking absolutely zero pesticides, no incesticides. And you know my man loves the Miami Heat. Loves the Florida Panthers. Huge South Florida sports fan. But also loves that you guys are getting the best sleep of your life. So take it from the Zaslow family. Sheets and giggles. Best sheets around. Go to sheetsgiggles.com. Let's get to big deal or not a big deal. You know what I'm talking about here. It's an NBA draft Thursday. Big deal or not a big deal. Always brought to us by Water Cleanup of Florida. If you have water, mold, or fire damage in your home or your business... Is that a big deal? I don't know. Maybe it's not a big deal. Call Water Cleanup of Florida, 954-900-8635. They'll tell you if it's a big deal or not a big deal. Big deal or not a big deal. First up, projected to go number two overall, maybe number three, Alabama forward Brandon Miller. Now, this is from a couple days ago. Brandon Miller is asked, who's the GOAT between LeBron James and Michael Jordan? As a young person, do you feel like that conversation is just overdone? No, because I I actually don't uh, think LeBron is, you know, the goal of basketball. I think my goal of basketball is Paul George. I always grew up watching him, so it's never just LeBron. That's it. All right, look, I'm going going not a big deal. Give Brandon Miller some points here for creativity. I'm going not a big deal because this isn't a surprise. We're getting to a place where some of these kids, Brandon Miller now at the forefront of it, we're entering this league, they just have no idea the history of the game. I mean, Brandon Miller would go on in that conversation. He hasn't watched any of Michael Jordan play. He's seen clips and highlights on Gatorade commercials. He has no idea about Michael Jordan. But I do believe that Brandon Miller may be a little confused at what the GOAT means. The GOAT means greatest of all time. GOAT doesn't mean who's your favorite player. It sounds like he's saying Paul George is my favorite player. That's not the same definition as go. But I'm going not a big deal. It's not surprising these kids. I know I sound like an old man, but it's true. They have no idea the history of the game. Big deal or not a big deal. Speaking of old man, my guy, Christopher Mad Dog Russo. You know, he does first take on Wednesdays. That's my guy, Hall of Famer. He's on yesterday, and the question is, who needs the championship more, Kevin Durant? Devin Booker. I think it's definitely KD. Uh, Booker is a wonderful player, but he's a young player. He's not looked at on the same level as Durant. Durant's an icon in basketball. Booker is not. And Durant left. Curry went to Nets. That was a disaster. Curry won a championship after he left. Last year didn't go, didn't work great. Fans are a little, he's a guy that fans root against now. This is not a guy that the average fan doesn't root for because the average fan's down on KD. 
The whole thing in Brooklyn was a complete mess. He left the Warriors. People are annoyed that he went to the Warriors to begin with. He goes to Phoenix. They lose by 30 in game six in an elimination game. I think he needs a championship to solidify his status as one of the all-time greats. And I think getting one without Curry on a team would help him. Booker doesn't. Booker's not in that situation. I'm going not a big deal. I, I think there's a big element of truth to what Dog is saying right there. You know, you know how I feel about Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant, when he has not played on the Golden State Warriors, has been to, not won, because he's never won. He's been to the NBA Finals one time out of 12 years. Kevin Durant has not, we know Steph Curry and the Golden State Warriors are an all-time great team. Kevin Durant has never proven that he could win. He has never showed that. One out of 12. He has not won the finals. He has appeared in the finals one out of 12 years. I'm sorry. Durant has got to win one outside of Golden State. Dog's 100% right. Big deal or not a big deal? How about about big shockwaves? sent across the national radio landscape. Now, you know, best girl Amber Wilson, a few days ago, she filled in on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. She co-hosted it with Max Kellerman. Hey, you may wind up seeing her a bit more over the summer because it appears, well, not appears, ESPN's about to go through a bunch of layoffs and they are dropping Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Now, I think that's a big deal. What are they going to do with that time slot, A, and B, are they just making room across the board for the newly acquired Pat McAfee show? I certainly think B is what's happening, but who are they going to put? What are they going to do with that national radio time slot, 6 to 10 a.m.? Listen, if you ask me, it is such a no-brainer. My former co-host, Amber Wilson, is perfect for that spot. If you were watching the other day, you saw she is clearly capable of doing that show. On top of it, you put a pretty girl on television. Nobody's going to complain about that. She's easy on the eyes. That's a no-brainer that Amber Wilson should absolutely be a contender for that slot. 6 to 10 a.m. when they figure out what's going on there. But, man, you, you look at what ESPN Radio used to be. It's so easy to say that they just don't care about. Like, ESPN does not care about ESPN Radio. Because look at what they used to be. You used to have the same lineup. Mike and Mike in the morning, Colin Cowherd, Dan Levitard show. That's a killer. Now, whatever I used to think about Mike and Mike, because I'm a Golik guy. I'm not a Greenberg guy. But Cowherd is one of the all-time greats. Levitard, one of the all-time greats. That's a great lineup. And now, you look at this. Beside you, everything before 7 p.m. 7 to 9 p.m., great show. Everything before 7, 7 p.m., very replaceable. That's a big deal. Finally, big deal or not a big deal. How about you want to talk about guys who may be traded tonight? New York Knicks forward. For me, Obi Toppin, he is on his way out. So listen to this audio that dropped yesterday. I don't know who recorded this. I don't know how it got out. But this is after game four where the Knicks lost in Miami. He took a 3-1 series lead. Obi Toppin, this is on the way to the locker room, just outside the locker room. Obi Toppin played five minutes that game. Here is Obi Toppin. Now, it's faint, so you got to listen carefully. Here is Obi Toppin yelling 
at head coach Tom Thibodeau after the game. All right, this is a big deal. And I think Obi Toppin is gone now. Once this, he may have been gone anyway for this incident, but once this is out there now, Tom Thibodeau looks weak if they don't get rid of him. And Obi Toppin, look, if you want to talk about who's more important to this team, Tom Thibodeau has done an excellent job. Or Obi Toppin, I'm sorry. You, they're going to get rid of Obi Toppin likely tonight. And if you couldn't hear, you got Obi Toppin yelling, Yo, Tibbs, yo, Tibbs, what the F you on? What the F matter with you? And then he goes on, he says, this N-word, I, I bleeped it out. This N-word, he crazy. And Thibodeau's yelling back at him, I'm the coach, Obi Toppin yells, apparently you're not. You, you can't behave that way. And then, especially when you're Obi Toppin, he'll be traded tonight. That's a big deal. And that right there is another addition. Courtesy of Water Cleanup of Florida, 954-900-8635. They'll tell you if your leak, water, or mold damage is a big deal or not a big deal. Yes! All right. So we had a fun night. So I'm looking forward to this draft. A lot of action. A lot of action. You can always hit me up at Zaslow Show on Twitter, at on Instagram, or I'm at Zaslow J. I'm an influencer, so, you know, I look very famous on it, but it's okay. I love interacting with all of you guys. Make sure you like, you rate, you comment, you do all that fun stuff. And, of course, thanks to everybody who helped put together a great show today. I always appreciate your hard work. We'll talk to you on Zaslow Show 2.0 tomorrow. Go with that. Ah, the show is over. What better time now than to... Go out back with a six-pack of Johnny Cuba. That's right. That's what I look forward to after every show. And now my day's work is done. I got a six-pack of Johnny Cuba. We're talking European roots with a Caribbean soul. I'm going to sit outside by the pool here at the Zaslow Mansion and just enjoy the rest of my day. Having a Johnny Cuba makes me feel like I'm right back in the Caribbean. We're talking a refreshing German lager in a can. You can get it anywhere. Sedano's, Presidente, Winn-Dixie. And right now, you got special holiday prices on six packs of Johnny Cuba. Make sure you pick up your Johnny Cuba merch as well. We got the hot sauce coming up. Johnny Cuba, stay tranquilo because more is always brewing.